Welcome to the audio version of the I Want Product Market Fit newsletter. And today we start with a quote. Slow and steady wins the race. And if it doesn't, you might want to consider participating in that race. Isn't that inspiring? Okay, on to the article. How Google struggled to monetize its search monopoly. So... 60% of Google's $250 billion revenue comes from ads in Google search. And did you know that the ad-based business model was not always a no-brainer for Google? Google actually considered four business models before going fully in in ads. And with this story, you will learn that you don't really get to decide which business model works best. So let's go back to the era when Google is barely a player in the search market. It's April 1998. Search is new and exciting. People navigate now-dead search engines such as Alta Vista and Lycos in now-dead browsers such as Netscape and Internet Explorer. In 1998, Google Search is launched and it grows quickly. Google was superior because it was extremely clean, providing highly relevant search results and very easy to use. Around the end of 2002, this allowed them to take the market leader position four years since launch. So the question arose, how to make money without compromising the user experience? Google attracted investors early on. In 1998, they got some angel investments. Pechelstein, co-founder of Sun Microsystems, invested 100k and knew from the start that making money is important. He said, the key question with any internet startup is, how are you going to make money? I never get sucked into ideas with no economic merits. In 1999, Google received $25 million in funding from Sequoia Capital and Kleiner Perkins. One condition came with this race. Due to the lack of a business plan, hire an experienced business executive to make this business profitable. That's how Eric Schmidt, a name you might know, entered Google. If you need help with your business model, I can be your Eric Smith. Doesn't that sound nice? If you go to the article or iwantproductmarket.fit, there is a button called Get One-on-One Help. You can schedule a call, talk about your business, and maybe I can help you. Um, No strings attached on that first call. Okay, back to the story. Google considered four business models to monetize the search monopoly. They were, in random order, selling a hardware product that would let companies search their own internal files, search ads, obviously, paid subscription for consumers, and licensing deals with other companies. So, not all options were considered rigorously. I could find mentions but no detailed accounts of the hardware product in the historical accounts on monetizing Google search. It makes sense, because developing an entire new software and hardware would have been far from the core of Google, in creating a lot of risk. So everyone at Google knew that their market dominance was due to excellent search results in a non-distracting experience. And therefore, Larry and Sergey were very much against ads, so much they published a paper on it. Thus, they started by licensing their software. Initially, rather unsuccessfully, only, uh, only Netscape and Red Hat said yes. Google didn't have a sales force And that really hindered their sales success because it was a tech company, so they needed to learn that. Meanwhile, there was competition with sales forces, such as search provider Inktomi. They serve big tech companies like Microsoft and Amazon in search. But after a rough start, licensing deals went up. 
In 2000, Yahoo made a deal with Google to do their search until 2004. AOL followed in 2002, which lasted until 2015. That's fairly recent. And also, a $100 million deal was made with ASIC Chiefs. So Sergey Brin looked at these deals and saw that as confirmation of Google's business strategy. That's not the end of the story, we all know that. During my research for this article, I was surprised to find a subscription model among the options. Are the end users willing to pay for Google search? We are not really used to paying, but Google really considered this and they had some evidence for this because every now and then they would get fan mail, like a check or cash in it. Marissa Mayer, one of the early employees of Google, who later became the CEO of Yahoo, said that people would say, yeah, your search engine is so good and you're not making any money and we just wanted to pay you. They wondered at Google, what if we charge $20 per year per user? But they only asked that themselves for a brief moment because afterwards they asked, what if we can earn one cent per search via the ads? And with some netkin math, Marissa tells us that ads could out-earn the subscription model by a factor of five. It wasn't a hard decision in the end. And monetizing search with ads also, it worked for SGs, Yahoo, and Overture. Uh, market leader Yahoo made almost 600 million profit in 1999 and with the vast majority coming from advertising. So with more and more arrows pointing towards ads, ads Google considered working with or acquiring Overture which provided search ads to AOL at the time. In the end, they know they knew how they could build it better than Overture, so they did it themselves. They said the free results for the free search results should be separate from the paid results. We should only serve relevant ads, and ads that don't get clicked on should disappear. Uh, fast forward a little bit. Google launched AdWords in October 2000. At this point, Google ran two business models at the same time, licensing deals and ads. And licensing deals already got some big tickets in, so all eyes are also on the ads. In the first year, Google raked in, uh, Google Ads raked in $70 million. It wasn't perfect, but they continuously made improvements. So initially, the first advertisers, they were manually contracted, and later they added self-signup, which contributed to their growth. They did experiments with the layout. They did experiments with the bidding system. For instance, at first, a company could buy all three spots of a single keyword, and now they can only buy one. Uh, as a result of this, Google Ads soon start, uh, started to out-earn the licensing uh, deals. And Sequoia PC Michael Moritz remembers this. He says, it didn't take long for us to understand that it made sense to go where the money was being spent. And it was being spent in the advertising business much more readily than in the licensing business. Revenue always begins in dribbles. It's like rain showers. You always get a few drops of rain before the downpour. So summarizing, Google considered four business models. The internal file search was not very close to the core. They didn't really have evidence that it works and they needed to build a lot of tech. So this was not very, actually fully explored. Um, the licensing actually it was kind of their core, but not fully tech in, in that sense. Um, they had evidence that it could work, such as Overture's business model. Um, and the paid subscription was briefly considered, but the napkin math killed it. In the end, the search engine ads were the bad, and they had all this evidence for it, uh, even before capitalizing on it, because Yahoo was making so much money. 
um, on, on, on their ad-based business model. Um, and then, yeah, well, the rest is history, right? Google makes makes 60% of the revenue from ads. A, um, yeah, that's a whopping result. So my advice to you is try to stay close to your core. Uh, because if you are a founder with an elaborate business model, be warned. That's a red flag to me. A funky and innovative business model is not better. Often it's worse. Uh, some tips. Charge close to the value generated. Oh, sorry. I don't want to re-record. I'm doing one text these days. Charging close to the value generated often works best. Keep it simple. Every extra node in your business model increases the complexity and therefore the chance of failure. Having a buyer that is different from the user forces. Ah, Jesus. It's going badly. Having a buyer that's different from the user can work. However, it forces you to create additional feedback loops to make sure you're delivering value to both. And you're not married to your business or revenue model. Remember, what got you here doesn't necessarily get you there. This is the audio version. I hope it was nice. Uh, it's a good listen. Um, if you have the time, check out the article. You can vote, subscribe, like. To all the people listening in the podcast apps, you're the best. You're you're among the 6% and that number is growing every, every day. Uh, maybe we'll get to 50-50 at some point. And to all the browser listeners, I'm not hating on you. I love you guys. All right, this was Jeroen. See you.